Hello, and welcome to the OC Relevance Podcast. My name is Marcel Hall. I want to thank you for listening. What we do here on the OC Relevant is have short interview devotionals on topics that are relevant to us all. We have different speakers highlight how God's principles and ways can impact all aspects of life. And today I'm excited to have Thomas Hadley here with us. First off, Thomas, thank you for joining the program. Can you go ahead and share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me on here, Marcel. Yeah, as you said, my name is Thomas Hadley. I live in Irvine here with my wife, Aril, of 23 years, have two children, Lois, who is age 15, and Edison, who's 11. Been a member here in Orange County for about 28 years, and I'm a found, the founder of uh, Lifestyle Weight Loss Systems. I help people put their weight loss and weight management on autopilot through just sustainable life habits. Awesome. And those who are listening, you can't see, but Thomas is in shape. All right. That brother is definitely <laughs> in shape, looking good. So here, let me ask you a question. So is there a connection between physical health and spirituality? Short answer. Absolutely. Um, I mean, since, since I specialize in weight loss, I focus mainly on weight loss and weight management as it relates to this connection. And as a disciple of Jesus, I'll, I'll speak on the spirituality in terms of following him and walking with him daily. Um, so, I mean, we've all experienced breakdown and self-control with our eating, lack of motivation to exercise after having a discouraging conversation or conflict with someone or just having a challenging day at work or at home. Um, and we, instead of turning to God, we turn to food. You turn to laziness. Um, the other night I was up late doing some work on a website, having some problems. And man, I tell you, those pork runs in the kitchen started to sound real good. I knew it was wrong. <laughs> so I said, you know what? I need to turn to God. I turned to God, prayed about my specific situation. I fixed the problem, the website problem, and I maintained my self-control. So we definitely need to be walking with Jesus. Uh, and that's just kind of a practical way. Um, and I think, um, I mean, we also know that what it feels like uh, to have been filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, filled with the fruits of the Spirit after having a great quiet time. Um, we're motivated, self-controlled, excited about the day. And that stuff, that leads to healthy, healthy behaviors uh, following that time. Now, maybe after, if you have a quiet time at 6 a.m. at about 1030, you'll start to struggle a little bit. But hey, man, that's that's where walking with Jesus comes in uh, on a daily basis and walk with him throughout the day. Um, so, I mean, we've all experienced that connection between the physical health and spirituality on a practical level. And I'll say this. I mean, I've been in the fitness industry for a long time. My mom got me and my brother started, got our whole family in, into just exercising very early, maybe five years old. I started training seriously when I was 11. Um, I started studying exercise science when I was 12. I was a state champion weightlifter at 18. I started my first fitness business when, in 2006. I was in Marine Corps. I have all this experience and knowledge, but man, that stuff is nothing without the power of God. I will still go to 7-Eleven and get them uh, Twinkies, a candy bar. I know I should get when I'm stressed out. And so I say that to say that the most important thing is abiding in Christ. 
abiding in him. And what I mean is it's simple. Prayer and being in his word. There's a lot of podcasts and I'm grateful to do this podcast. A lot of YouTube videos, but there is nothing like the power of God. We really got to stick with that. No matter what your experience or background is. And my favorite passage with all this stuff, when it comes to living a healthy life and what best, descri best describes uh, my experience and what I've seen in others is John 15 verses four and five. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you're the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We're all gonna bear fruit every day. It could be good fruit, it could be bad fruit. That's gonna determine where we're rooted. And it starts with Christ, starting that day out, having a quiet time and just being consistent in the morning and then throughout the day. And I'll get more into that later. That's great. So can you elaborate some more and help us out? Can you share how your physical health affects your faith and your walk with God and vice versa? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a walk with God, it, it definitely affects our physical health. Um, I mean, when we're close to him, I mean, think about it. You have kids and wife, you're close to God, you're a lot less stressed out. You're more in control in a good way. You're more calm, you're more peaceful, you're more loving. Obviously all those things are gonna contribute to health. Um, and we know that we just have more energy when we're closer to God. It, it, it affects us physically, it affects us mentally, emotionally. We think more clearly. We're in, uh, in traffic, road rage will not be a thing. We're close to God. And it's not gonna be jacking up our, our, our blood pressure and increasing these cortisol levels and, and messing up our thinking. So we know it's going to affect us in that way. And honestly, when we're sinning, it just makes us tired. <laughs> You're trying to cover your tracks. Uh, just doing things you shouldn't be. I mean, we are designed by nature to live a certain way. We go against that design. Bad things happen in our bodies. It's God's way of letting us know, hey, you need to course correct. Um, now, I will say this, because I do get criticized for this one. I'm not saying that walking with God does not mean you're going to get sick. We're going to get sick. I mean, Paul told Timothy, hey, stop drinking only water, drink a little wine because of your frequent illnesses. So Timothy was spiritual, but he got sick. So I'm not saying that if you're more spiritual, you're not going to be sick. Now, I will say with conviction that you'll get sick less. You'll be healthier because you're living according to design. I mean, read Deuteronomy. He tells us that the nations who are not following me, they will have diseases that you will not get. And so it's just a, just a, a natural principle, not, it's not only spiritual. Um, so you will get sick, but the fruit of the spirit, there are many websites that you can look up and you go, go through each one, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, just go through it and you'll see where the fruits of the spirit do actually contribute uh, to greater health. And I looked at a few of these, go to um, love, for example. Just Google it, how love impacts your weight. One study, this is uh, harvard.edu. One study examines uh, 309,000 people found that a lack of strong relationships increases the risk of premature death from all causes by 50%. Not having loving relationships, early death. 
That doesn't sound very good to me. Joy. Again, harvard.edu. Scientific evidence suggests that positive emotions can help you live longer and healthier. Kind of the same thing. Now, you think about peace. This thing in terms of what's the opposite of peace? In my mind, that would be stress, right? Um, you go to Mayo Clinic. They say long-term activation of the stress response system and the overexposure to cortisol and other stress hormones that follows can disrupt almost all your body's processes. This puts you at risk, increased risk for many health problems, including anxiety, depression, digestive problems, headaches, muscle tension and pain, heart disease, sleep problems, weight gain, memory and concentration impairment. So sometimes anxiety and depression, not always, but sometimes it can be the result of sin. It can be the result of worry and, and not letting that stuff go. That's peace. Patience. Well, how does patience improve our health? Well, practicing patience will help you dissipate stress and give you a choice about how to respond to disappointment and frustration. That's psychology today. Patience can keep us from a lot of problems. If I could just be patient and calm and wait to respond, I could be a lot better off in parenting sometimes. Kindness. Again, Mayo Clinic can decrease blood pressure and cortisol, a stress hormone which directly impacts stress levels. People who give themselves a balance, give themselves in a balanced way, also tend to be healthier and live longer. And of course, we don't really need to think about this one. We don't need scientific evidence to see how self-control impacts our health. I mean, come on. <laughs> think about the last time you're at a dinner table and just gave <laughs> too much. I mean, my wife is a great cook. Like I go in the dinner time with a plan, like, hey, I'm gonna eat this, this, this. I got my meal prep ready to go. And she comes out with this meatloaf or some, uh, you know, I'm gonna put my, uh, my meal prep to the side, put that in the fridge for tomorrow. <laughs> eat this meatloaf. It's healthy, but see, I can go, I can eat too much. Sometimes I lack self-control. So my point is that the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit will positively impact your health. Um, very clearly. And I'd say, I mean, the other thing we got to think about too is that the scriptures directly tell us how to be healthy sometimes. Go through Proverbs. Like, I'm constantly studying health. Just about every day, I'll read something about health. And the Proverbs is so full of things that tell you how to be healthy, how to extend your life. So it's not a health and wealth gospel. It's just straight facts from the Bible. Now, so, I mean, how our physical health helps us in our walk with God. I mean, the most important thing is to love, love the Lord as your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It's easier to connect with God. I'm not sure what it was that I had about nine months ago. <laughs> if I mean, COVID, I don't know what it was, but I was out. I mean, I could not connect with God. It was just so hard to pray. I definitely couldn't read my Bible. So I just couldn't connect with God. So it's very hard for me to love him for that position. Not that you can't, but it's just, it makes it easier to connect with him. Uh, when it comes to serving, if, if we are healthier, if we're physically fit, we're able to help people out, we can serve people. And honestly, that's one less thing we're thinking about. Like when we're sharing our faith, we don't want to be thinking, okay, here I was sitting in this restaurant, eating all this unhealthy food, eating way too much. Now I'm a share of the waitress. <laughs> Uh, maybe not, or maybe we're just not taking care of ourselves physically. And the world looks at the outward appearance. 
man, we need to make the gospel attractive, uh, make the teaching about God our Savior attractive in Titus. And so it does help, it does help us to feel more confident when we're sharing our faith. It helps us to, be able to feel confident when we're uh, just serving other people. Um, I had a neighbor who had this like 250 pound rock. She needed to move in our front yard. And I just happened to be parked in my car and said, oh man, this thing is heavy. You think you would spend a few minutes to help me with this? And it was a struggle. <laughs> it was a real struggle. And I'm fit. I, I train a lot, but it, it really pushed me to the limits. But she was so thankful. It just changed our relationship. So when we take care of ourselves, it helps us to, to, to care of the two greatest commands, love God and, and love our neighbor. And honestly, when, when, our, when we're more fit physically, uh, more healthy, we can concentrate better when we're studying the word of God. Our mind needs to be in a healthy place so we can study, really dig into the scriptures, be the Berean, and not just skip by with the five, 10 minute quiet time, but just have the, the mental endurance and stamina to sit there and study and dig deep. So there's just a, there's just a few ways that those things are interrelated. That's very insightful to hear the connection between the fruits of the spirit and the modern day research and the connection between our physical and even our emotional and mental health. So now let me ask you this, help us to discern how to navigate the waters of body positivity and being in shape and healthy. Because sometimes people can interpret these as maybe being competing or, or misinterpret maybe what the true message of body positivity is. So what are some realistic expectations we should have? Yeah, that's a great question. The whole body positivity movement, from my understanding, is, is talking about just accepting your body for whatever it is. And a lot of times what that means, from what I'm seeing, is the acceptance of obesity. And that can be a problem. God, is all, God has given all of us a certain lot in life. We all have a body on loan. It's not our body, first of all. Uh, don't believe me, go visit grave, graveyards. There are a lot of bodies in a parking lot. Uh, the soul has moved on. So you got to understand that our body doesn't belong to us. And that's the other part is that we're going to get a new body. We get to heaven. So sometimes the, there's this worship of the body. Like I got to have this perfect body. Never, it's never going to be perfect. So don't even worry about that. But what we can think about is focus biblically. What are the biblical principles here? Be self-controlled. Just, I mean, that's one of the biggest ones. Just have self-control and live in a way that is not debaucherous. <laughs> um, be hardworking. Don't be lazy. Um, have a healthy mind. Um, much of your ability. Spend time in God's word. When we do the things, when we live according to God's principles, a certain outcome is going to happen. You may be 150 pounds after that. You may be 250. I don't know. You may have a health disorder that no matter what you do, you're going to be heavy, but that is different than, so, okay, well, I have no, no health disorder that's causing my obesity or my, my weight challenge, but I'm just, I'm going to live how I want to live and God accepts me, but we're not repenting of, of sin. So live according to the principles and whatever God gives you, be grateful for that because we're not all going to have you know, a muscular body or whatever you, whatever the media says today, but don't accept the idea that I can just accept 
being a certain way when the certain way is the result of sin. Got to repent of that. So what I hear you saying is there's a difference between accepting a particular body type that you have and then there's the um, uh, results or effects or consequences maybe of poor choices, whether it be in our health or obviously in, when it comes to the principles of God. Am I, am, I, am I hearing that correctly? You are absolutely right. There's a quote, I think of James Allen. He says, we, we, re, we rebel against the effects but we, we, we rebel against the effects, but we indulge in the cause. <laughs> so whatever the, we got to focus on what we put in our body and how we use our body. And then where the outcome is, hey, we did the best we could with it. So that's helpful to hear because we can go to two extremes, it seems like with this, right? Yeah. Where we can just accept things, but not really see the core issue of maybe poor yeah. choices. Right. Or we can go to the other extreme and feel like, man, I have to look like Dwayne DeRock Johnson or you name it, Jillian yeah. Michaels or something like that. We could go to either extremes and therefore feel insecure, maybe, or feel like a failure. Or we can go to the other extreme and I'm just accepting anything and missing the God component. And that's maybe a little more in the middle or healthier. Is that also kind of what you're, you're saying to us? Precisely. One, okay, I need to look like. Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Jillian Michaels, one could be idolatry. It's like just idolizing the body and being vain. And the other is just being lazy. Either one is taking the focus off of God. The focus needs to always be on God. And that's why I said that staying in the vine, that's the key. We're going to all struggle in different ways. So it's that daily and honestly, hourly walk with God that keeps us on the right path. We are all going to stray one end or the other. Well, that's helpful to hear because if I had to look like Dwayne Rock Johnson to be godly, <laughs> man, I'm in trouble, man. So thank you for, for clearing that up for me. And, but also not giving me an excuse here to just uh, eat, eat pizza and, and, and Cheetos and, and Fritos and cheese fries every day and think that's okay. So I appreciate that wisdom. Yeah, one thing I will say, and I'm not saying you need to be disciplined all the time. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I watched the interview. He says, I look at my body. Or I look at food as fuel. My dad taught me that food is fuel. And I've thought that way at times, but the more I, the more I evolve as a disciple and the more I learn about God, God wants us to enjoy life, man. He really wants us to enjoy. I mean, look at the Old Testament. I mean, he, I mean, good food. I mean, read Ecclesiastes, food, wine, he even tells them to celebrate with sweet drink. I mean, he's all about good food and celebrating and having fun. So I want people to understand that it doesn't mean you're living this, this strict life all the time. So enjoy, enjoy, but just do it in a godly way. That's helpful. No, we appreciate that. So then maybe give us some practical tips here. So what are some things then that we can do to maintain or improve our overall health? Yeah. The first thing I would say is just Pray to God for him to give you a vision for your life because our body is here for a purpose. And when we have a vision for our life, then that helps us determine what our goal should be. <laughs> I had uh, uh, one uh, person say to me, hey, I want a six pack. I said, well, 
how does that fit in your life vision? And I won't give him away. We all know who he is. So I won't say anything about who it is. <laughs> I, I said, well, how does that fit into your, your vision as a disciple, your mission? Say, honestly, it really doesn't. I said, just take that off the list then. It doesn't, it doesn't have any impact on you. So pray that God would give you a vision that's in alignment with where he has you going in your life, your eternity. So that's number one. Uh, the second thing I say is just pray for God to help you to be healthy. It seemed like such a no-brainer, but it isn't. I run a, a, an online weight loss course called Journey Jumpstart. And one of the course, one of the course lessons is one of the parts in it is I tell people to pray for your weight loss goal. And just about every time people say, I've never actually prayed about my weight loss goal. Yeah, you should. And he will help you because he will remove roadblocks and obstacles that are coming your way. Like I've had times where I've tried really hard to, to, to get myself in better shape. And oh man, one family birthday party after another, uh, a potluck, uh, Costco pizza, my, I mean, all these different things are coming my way and I, was, I just give in. But when I start really praying about it, I start seeing those things go away. And not only that, he'll also, he also gives us strengths to overcome those obstacles when they do come. So just don't underestimate the power of just asking God for help. That's number two. Number three, just stay in God's word, read, study, meditate, and memorize the word of God is that is your armor. Just the other night, like I said, I was up late and my biggest threat for healthy eating is stay up late at night. There's something demons come out or something that they, they, they tempt me. And I was up late and I started to say, you know what, forget this. I think I'm going to go to the kitchen and grab some chips and just enjoy a little bit. And I thought, wait a minute, I'm not going to do that. And I have a list of, of 26 scriptures that I have either the full thing memorized or at least the, the um, book, chapter and verse. And first Corinthians nine twenty seven. I beat my body and make it my slave. I just recited that passage and that struggle was gone, like completely gone. Yesterday, I had some challenges going on with work. I was supposed to work out at a certain time. Uh, something happened right before I was supposed to start and I couldn't get my workout in. So it kind of messed me up. I thought, you know what? I'm going to beat my body and make it my slave. I will get this done. So God's word is powerful. We have to use God's word. Read, study, meditate, memorize. Number four, uh, set specific health goals. It can be simple as, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds, or it can be an action goal. I just want to walk 10,000 steps a day. I want to make sure I drink eight cups of water, whatever it is. I want to make sure I have a salad with every meal. Action goals are really powerful because those action goals are what actually lead to the outcomes. But we also need the end result goal because that inspires us to know what actions to take. So you need both. Um, number five. Create a plan and follow it. Just take the time out just to make a plan. I tell people that you could spend a lot less time taking action and get the results if you sit down and make a plan first. Instead of going to the gym for 30 minutes or an hour, take today, spend that 30 minutes or an hour writing a plan for those goals and then follow it. Get some accountability, uh, but most importantly, pray to God. Don't lean on accountability. Lean on God first, then accountability.
And uh, and lastly, just a little plug for myself, just download my free uh, weight loss habits cheat sheet on lifestyleweightlosssystems.com. And honestly, on that that sheet, it all seriousness, it's a list of habits that when you follow them, it will help you to just be healthy overall. It covers mindset, habits, lifestyle habits, nutrition habits, and exercise habits. Download that and just stick it on your fridge. And just following that alone can be very helpful to you. So it's free. Just download that. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. That's good stuff. I'm inspired and feel enlightened and encouraged by what you share. Maybe you can share real briefly again. What was that website? It's lifestyleweightlosssystems.com. Well, thank you again, Thomas. We are so grateful for you taking the time out and sharing all of this good information and insight for us. And we want to thank all of you for listening to our OC Relevant Podcast. Feel free to share this episode with your friends and family. Our next episode will be coming out soon. If you have any topics that you want to learn about, drop us a line. Again, this podcast is brought to you by the OC Church of Christ. If you want to get connected to us or want to donate to the program, go to our website, occhurchofchrist.com, or you can contact us through social media at the OC Church. Thanks, and remember, the gospel is relevant to us all.